is the Healthy Free Life Show, where you're going to learn a new way to eat and live healthy for the glory of God. Hi, I'm Katrina. And I'm Chris, and we're on a mission to help you get healthy, ditch disease, lose weight, and find food freedom so you can fulfill your God-given purpose. So if you're ready to get healthy and free so that you can live that abundant life that you've been promised, then let's do the thing. Let me know if this sounds familiar. You're like, I got to lose this weight. And so something finally triggers for you. You finally have the time and you're like, I got to do something about it. And so you decide that you're going to go on a diet and you're also going to add in some exercise. So we start eating less and exercising more and you're really motivated, especially for the few weeks. Maybe you see some results, but then something happens. Either the hunger and the cravings are not sustainable. And so you just finally find that you start binging or maybe you hit a plateau and you get frustrated and you give up, or maybe life happens and you get off track because you really didn't have the habit of eating and living healthier. You were just willpowering your way through a diet. And so then what happens? You're back to eating more, exercising less. You're back to the way things were before the diet. And then what happens? Any results that you did see, they're gone. And sometimes you gain the weight, even more weight back. And at some point you're like, this is it. I'm going on a diet. I'm getting off this. I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I'm going to lose the weight. And so what do you do? You do it again. You're like, I'm going to eat less and I'm going to exercise more. And then how soon after do you end up right back eating more, exercising less once again? Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, us too. Man, what a common cycle, isn't it? Right. For those of us who have been dieters in our life, this on again, off again, I'm either on a diet or I'm off a diet. I'm either a dieter or I'm a couch potato is literally this vicious cycle of our entire life. And if we're not careful, many of us have done this for years and oh, yeah. decades of yeah. our life. Yeah. When we see intake forms from our clients, not only do you see it multiple times, but people even know like what years they did it and going yeah. back from... Yeah. Some people say I started at, I started when I was eight. I started in my teens. I started when I was in my twenties, in my thirties. And here they are in their fifties, sixties, and even seventies. And we're undoing the damage that's been done from this vicious cycle. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about what is happening to our bodies hormonally, physically, mentally, what is happening as we choose to go on an eat less, exercise more cycle? And what happens when we bounce to the other side, the other extreme, eat more, exercise less? What this is actually doing to our body, we're going to talk about the damaging effect of this type of dieting. And then most importantly, we're going to share with you, there's actually another way. There's a better way, a way, a way that actually heals your metabolism, a way that actually brings health to your body, health to the individual cells of your body so that your body can get to a place of balance and healing and health so that you can then release the weight that you're after in a true sustainable way that lasts beyond the quote unquote diet. You ready? All right. So before we really dive in, I want to just talk about like, how do we, you and I Mm -hmm. see the metabolism? What is it? um, How do we view it? Well, how do we see it differently than perhaps other people have seen it before? Right. Well, again, we go back to, again, most people know that they have a metabolism, but you know, what exactly does that mean? So in our previous podcast, number 42, we talk 
more in depth about how we, how the metabolism works in general and, and how it's structured and how it's laid out in your body. But in this, in this podcast, we're really going to deep dive more into how the metabolism reacts to dieting. And like we like to say, like an eat less exercise more approach. So the way we see the metabolism is really as a stress barometer, meaning it's measuring the stress on your body and in your system. And like, what does that mean? Because most people understand that emotional mental stress is a stress. And what we talk about is that is it is actually a big piece to why our metabolism does what it's going to do. People don't realize that psychological and emotional stress will come all the way down to a point where our metabolism will be making decisions based off of that. But here, what we're going to talk about is really another piece of the puzzle that most people don't understand is that chronic dieting, like we like to say, the eat less, exercise more approach, again, because you're taking in less food and you're deciding that you are going to increase your activity level, that is actually registered as a stress to the metabolism because your body is sensing a gap, a stress on the system, whereas it's seeing that we're only bringing in a certain amount of energy within food, but we're asking our system to output so much more energy when it comes to movement and exercise. And our body will sense that as a stress and it will react accordingly. The opposite is actually true as well, though, because what we wouldn't really think is that the opposite where you would be bringing in too much energy and not outputting enough energy so you're not moving enough and not exercising enough, that actual calorie surplus, energy surplus is actually considered a stress on the metabolism and the metabolism is actually going to react accordingly. So basically the larger the calorie deficit, the larger the stress. Mm -hmm. And most diets out there encourage a very large calorie right. deficit for some 500 to 1,000 calories less than they should be eating mm -hmm. for true sustainable weight loss. Right. And we've seen it. But we want to be clear, at the end of the day, in order to see body change, fat loss, weight loss, you still need to create what we call a calorie deficit in the system. So what that means is you still need to bring in less calories within food, which is the energy that you're bringing in, less than what you're putting out um, as activity in order for your body to tap into its stores, which we all have in our bodies. Our bodies have excess stores of energy known as our adipose, our fat tissue. So that's actually energy that's sitting there waiting to be used for a rainy day. Well, if we create a calorie deficit in a proper way, our body will tap into that. So that's what we're trying to accomplish. But what we're saying is that unfortunately, when we do that to an extreme, which we've just been told to do because we don't understand how the system works is when you create too large of a deficit, it puts our, it puts so much stress on the system that our, our system will now, our metabolism will now start releasing hormones that will now start to cause it to be a less sustainable situation. Because Again, really, if if we could do this, if we could just eat as little as possible and exercise as most as we can and be that that could be sustainable forever, then most people would be able to manage their weight and we would be, you know, not necessarily in a situation as we are in our society where, you know, the the extreme numbers that we have as far as um just metabolic diseases and things like that. So 
we want the deficit, we just want it smaller. So when it's too large, our body will actually release hormones specifically to increase your cravings, increase your hunger, and also decrease your your motivation and your just your drive and your energy levels. So if you think about it, it's like, if you think back to when you were doing a diet this way, you're like, okay, that actually does make sense. It's like, well, all of a sudden I just, we're craving all these different foods and you're not craving kale, you're craving high calorie, high sugary foods. Cause again, that's what your body is looking for to try to bridge the gap. They're trying, it's trying to go, okay, well, what can this person eat to bring in so that I can, can I can bring more back into balance because yeah. metabolism wants to be in balance. I think about our, um, I think about people that we've, you know, talked to who talk about like, I'm good all day. Right. And then after dinner, right. I just binge all night right. and they think it's an emotional issue. Same thing with I'm, I'm good Monday through Friday, right. but then I just go all out and I cheat all weekend and then I'm back to it on Monday. And while many think that it's a willpower or a discipline right. issue. This is actually physiological hormonal changes that's happening in the body created by this too large of a calorie deficit. And your body's going to be like, this is not balance. We're right. going to bring it back into homeostasis and it's going to cause you to potentially right. overeat in these binge periods, especially when you are weaker, which is at night and on lower, the weekends. Yeah. When you do have lower willpower. Right. Right. But this, it's, this is what the metabolism is supposed to do. Your metabolism is not broken. This is, this is a survival mechanism that God created for us because it, you know, if we didn't have this, we could do some serious damage to our bodies if we did not bring in enough food to withstand life. That's right. why, you know, we talk about, that's why with the female metabolism, it's even more sensitive to the stress because, um, one of the things you guys do is have babies. And if you're, if your metabolism senses that there's too much of a stress, it won't let you do that. And it's going to drive you and put you in a hormonal situation to get you to a point where you will be healthy enough to do that. So again, this is not that your metabolism is broken. It's actually doing its job. Right. And the problem is, is that we have pantries, freezers, right. and refrigerators full of thousands and right. thousands of calories worth of food. And if we've chosen foods at the grocery store and brought them home that are high in fat, sugar, right. salty, crunchy you just things, have it right there. it's just going to be, you are easy. Access. able right. to resist that. Right. And unfortunately our metabolism doesn't, metabolism doesn't really care that we want to like look good in a dress or, you know, at the beach or something. That's not what it's, it doesn't, that's not top priority on its list. The top priority is getting you back into balance and that's what it's doing. Yeah. So one thing I want to say here is like, if you, if you have found yourself in that position and you have been beating yourself up mm -hmm. over lack of discipline, lack of self-control, which is something I hear all the time. Right. I want you to just stop. This is not your fault. This is the fault of a, of a wrong dieting system of things that you've been taught that have basically damaged mm -hmm. our metabolism in the process and put you in a position where you could not resist because bodily hormonally, you couldn't resist that. And so just take a deep breath and just like embrace the grace of this mm -hmm. realization that your metabolism just needs to be cared for. So what we just described really was the dieter approach to weight loss, which is an eat less, exercise more approach. And I want to be clear is that this eat less, exercise more approach can be done. There is a place for it. Unfortunately, 
as a society, what we what we end up doing is that we just spend way too much time in this in this state. This can be done for about a max of two weeks. But once you get past that two week mark, that's when you're really going to start seeing your metabolism push against you when, as we were talking about this compensation that happens with the hormones, that's going to cause you to eat more um, sugary, high calorie foods and have more cravings and all the, and then again, like we said, decrease your energy levels. So it can be done, but it's just been usually overdone and done way too long because what happens is then you will immediately now switch back to another unhealthy approach to the metabolism, which is the eat more, exercise less approach, which is what we like to call the couch potato approach. And what happens is now that situation where you're bringing in more energy, more calories into the system, that's actually, and then you're and you're putting out a lot less. So now you're actually having a significant calorie or energy surplus. That's actually a stress on the system. That will actually cause hormonal changes. That will actually cause you to be even less motivated and even actually eat more because of hormone changes. So what happens is, what most people will do is they will just toggle. We like to use the word toggle, meaning you switch back and forth from these two states. So people will go from the dieter, they eat less, exercise more approach, and then they'll go directly into the eat more, exercise less couch potato approach. And then you just toggle back and forth. You switch back and forth. And that's pretty much how you live most of your life. So you're basically on a diet or you're off a diet. There's really no in between. Nobody's ever taught you that there are other states that you can be in that are much more healthy for the metabolism. All right. So let's talk about those other metabolic states, the ones that we teach our students inside our metabolic reboot coaching program. Yeah. The way we see it is there's actually three more states, three more toggles that we we teach in, which are a much more sustainable, healthy position to put the metabolism in. So let's talk about the first one, which we call ELEL, meaning eat less, exercise less. We like to say this is the way our ancestors used to eat and live. So what this does is this is still, again, if you are looking for weight loss, we still need to create a calorie deficit. Again, because that's the only way our body is going to tap into the stores that we have in our body to use that for fuel in order for us to lose weight. But what this state does is this creates a calorie deficit, but it creates a very small calorie deficit, a very gentle one, meaning that your body will know that you're in this deficit, but it's, it's, it's more tolerable. It's a position where your body will not push against you as extremely as you would if you were in the dieter mindset. So what does that look like? This looks like, say, you know, our ancestors where they moved a lot. They didn't really exercise. Most of our ancestors, uh, they didn't go, they didn't have CrossFit or they weren't training for marathons. They were just moving their body all day. They were just actually moving and getting out in nature and they were, they were burning calories that way, but it was a very gentle approach. And their eating was a much more sustainable, um, controlled position that they're putting in the amount of calories and the amount of energy they're putting in their body. So without a, without a dairy queen on the corner. No, right. That's the thing is they were in a totally different calorie environment that we are now. So yes. Was this easier for them to do? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, but you also have to think that they had different stressors. They had stressors of were they going to have enough food? So that's a whole nother thing is, I mean, that would cause a stress. We have now way too many options. Okay. We have tens of thousands of calories just sitting in our pantry, just waiting to be eaten. And um, they didn't have that. But this is a way that you can still create a calorie deficit but not put your body in a situation where it's going to push against you. You're going to have those hormone changes that will end up, well, you'll end up having to use a significant amount of willpower that you will not have and you will, and it's a more sustainable approach. So what does that look like? This means that you are eating less, but you're also exercising less. So you're not putting that massive stress on the system with excessive exercise. So always the question is, is then can I exercise? Yes, you can exercise, but it has to be done in a, in a correct, more sustainable fashion. Meaning like we like to say the, the cutoff is working out about three times a week and up to about 30 minutes. It's, you know, it also depends. There's a little bit more details in that depending on what type of things you're doing. But for the most part, if it's 30 minutes, three times a week, and that's, that's a good amount of exercise and output that your body is putting out, but it's not an extreme amount of, um, excessive amount of output. So your body doesn't really perceive that as a stress. So you're eating less, but you're also exercising less, just enough to create a calorie deficit. And then you will see weight loss. Um, it might be a little bit slower, but that's actually a much more healthy approach because again, your body is, it's almost tricking your body into thinking that it's okay to be in this situation. It's not, it doesn't think that it's being chased by a tiger. Okay. Um, and this is a situation that you can be in for extended periods of time. I mean, some, I mean, our ancestors just basically lived in this state forever. Okay. So that makes sense. Right. So then what about the athlete, the person who mm -hmm. loves to work out, who works out more than those three times a week? So right. four or five, six times a week, or maybe they're a runner or a swimmer. You know, obviously they need to address the nutrition much more differently than somebody who is working right. out three times a week or less. So right. let's talk about the athlete approach. Right. We're not saying that you, we're not telling you that you can't work out more than three times a week for 30 minutes. That's t totally not what we're saying. Cause we do know that there's many, many people out there that, that they work out a lot more than that. That's just their lifestyle. That's what they enjoy. They feel good doing that. So we need to have a metabolic state for those people. Right. And honestly, even in our academy, we recommend that people get to working out more than three times a right. week. We our recommend four to five times a week. So we are essentially creating these exercisers that mm -hmm. work out a decent amount of times during the week. Right. So it's not as if you have to be an athlete to exercise more, but we encourage exercising more right. well, for there's many. All the health benefits that go along with exercise. Yeah. So what we like to say, we call this state eat more, exercise more. Okay. So again, what this is doing is this is still trying to create a small calorie deficit. Cause again, if this is the situation you're in and you're still looking for weight loss and body change, you still have to create the calorie deficit, but we want to again, bridge that gap so that the calorie deficit's smaller. So you're putting out an exerciser, an athlete is putting out a lot of energy out, right? You're exercising a lot. So that means you're burning a lot of energy. So what we need to do is we need to bring more energy into the system up to a point where we're still creating a small gap. So you still want to be eating a little bit less than what you're putting out, but you don't want that extreme gap because that's where 
again, people will get into trouble. So we're not saying that exercise is bad. We're actually saying exercise is good. And there's so many health benefits that we talk about in the academy for, you know, other reasons that exercise is amazing, not just you know, to burn calories. We actually think that burning calories for exercise is actually one of the the lower uh, benefits for exercise. But at the end of the day, you are burning calories when you're exercising. So we need to match that output with more input and still create a deficit, but create a gentle deficit so that our body again, doesn't push against us. All right. So there's one last metabolic state that we want to talk about. And this is kind of a fun one. This is mm-hmm. one that um, most don't get to. Right. And so what is it? What are we talking about here? (laughs) Well, we're talking about a state of maintenance. Okay. So we like to say it's an eat some, exercise some. So it's kind of that in-between state where in most people never really get to because dieters, even if you say you, you have done a, a quote unquote successful diet where you've lost a significant amount of weight, which again, a lot of people have lost significant amounts of weight. We usually say in our society, we don't really have a weight loss problem. We have a weight management problem, the weight loss management, meaning once you get to that goal, you're never really been told how to manage it there because usually what happens is you feel like the weight loss is kind of this this, uh, finish line where you've run a marathon, you've hit the finish line, and now you can let your guard down and you can for the most part, go back to doing and living the exact same way you were living before. And they, and you just kind of naively kind of assume that uh, you'll be able to do that and not gain the weight back. But if that's the way you were living and eating to get yourself in the situation that you needed to lose the weight, why would you think that you could go back to that and not just your body not going to go back to that state again? So maintenance is something that, like we say, most people never get to because they just toggle between the eat less, exercise more, or the eat more, exercise less. They just go back and forth into there. But a better approach is to then position, eat some, exercise some, the maintenance approach, the the maintenance toggle in there so that you can just, you have to learn how to manage your weight. You have to learn how to eat in what we can consider isocaloric, meaning you're not creating a deficit, you're not creating a surplus, you're actually matching the calories that you're bringing in versus the calories you're putting out. And that will actually help you manage your weight. So you're not looking for weight loss in this state, but you're also not wanting to gain. So that's where ESES fits into the toggles. So what we do there is we'll still can exercise. We usually, we, the way we describe it as you would probably go back to, well, you can really do it in multiple ways. You can, if you are an athlete and you really still want to exercise that to that level, then you just have to increase your calories a little bit more, and then you'll just be in maintenance. You have to find that there's a lot of ways to kind of approach looking at, um, and this is what we talk about in uh, metabolic reboot is we go over ways to calculate what could be a maintenance amount of calories for you. But, um, you can, you have to just get to a point where you can still exercise like that, but you have to increase the, the input so that it matches it. Same thing with it. But if you say, Hey, I'm not an exerciser, I'd rather just work out, you know, two to three times a week for 30 minutes. Then again, you can still do that, but then you just have to match the input that you're putting in to the output that you're putting out to maintain. And again, unfortunately, this is just not something that's really talked about because uh, 
it's not really a sexy thing to talk about. Maintaining is not really sexy. It's always like we're either, we're always, we're on or off or on or off. Um, one more place where ESES fits is a lot of research shows that when you have to have, when, if you have an, a, an extreme amount of weight loss that you need to lose and you have a big goal of weight loss, there's a lot of research that shows that taking diet breaks meaning you actually have time where you just give yourself a rest and say you get to a point where you're doing um, ELEL and it's working and then all of a sudden it stops working because what we say is even though ELEL and EMEM are both really good states to be in, our body will eventually catch up to us. So one really great place to go is to actually go into a maintenance mode. And all there's a lot of studies to show that if you do have a significant amount of weight to lose, you can actually go from a eat less, exercise less approach to then just go to a maintenance and go to an eat some, exercise some for a couple of weeks, even a couple of months, just to give you mentally a break and your body a break. So then when you're ready, then you can toggle back into one of the more healthy approaches. So how long would somebody want to take an, a break like that? It really just depends. Um, it depends on one of your goals and also um, how you feel. So, I mean, it could be two weeks, it could be two months. All right. So let's just like kind of sum it all up here mm -hmm. because we talked about a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically we have this dieter approach, this eat less, exercise more approach where this is not really the ideal state. If we ever want to do this state, we don't want to do it for longer than like one to two weeks max, right? right? Mm -hmm. We want to get out of this state as soon as possible into one of the other metabolic states that we talked about. And then as far as the eat more, exercise less approach, the couch potato approach, we like, this is like a vacation, right? Yeah. Sometimes you go Long on vacation, weekend, you're vacation. just like, I'm going to go vacation. I'm not going to really worry about it. There's a mm -hmm. time and a place for it. But again, right. it's not one of those states that if we stay in here too long, we will gain weight, we will see hormonal changes that are not going to be in our favor. So we don't really want to be in either one of those situations for too long. Right. And so unfortunately, this is where most people stay, mm -hmm. right? So we want to get out of those states and get into one of these other three metabolic states. We have the eat less, exercise less approach. We have the eat more, exercise more approach. And we have the eat some, exercise some approach. So these states are ones that we can stay in or go ahead and toggle and flow between in order to one, see the sustained results over time, or two, be in one of them to sustain and maintain our weight loss. Right. once we reach our goal. So these are the metabolic states that we teach our students to get into and how to flow between them when necessary, making sure that they don't stay at a plateau too long, make sure that they continue on their journey towards reaching their goal for their weight loss and healing their metabolism. If you are interested in our metabolic reboot program and you would like to join our wait list to find out when we open up our program again, you're welcome to go to healthyfreelife.com forward slash reboot. Again, healthyfreelife.com forward slash reboot to be notified as soon as we open doors for our group coaching program again. Now, let me leave you with this from 3 John 1, verse 2, where I echo John's words for you today. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Until next time, bye for now.